There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Statsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Watch Hacks, streaming exclusively on Max, and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Matt. And I'm Bowen. And we want to introduce you to the new cantina menu at Taco Bell. Ooh! It's an all-new chicken menu with fresh new ingredients. Great as a lunchtime option. Taste for yourself. The slow-roasted chicken, mm. pico de gallo, oh. purple cabbage, Yummy. and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Okay! With new menu options like cantina chicken tacos, burrito, and quesadilla, there's something for everyone. With this new cantina chicken menu, the possibilities are endless. Try the new cantina Tina chicken menu at Taco Bell. Do you want to boost the economy like Taylor Swift? Do you want to run a business empire like Rihanna? Intuit is the financial platform that helps everyday people prosper. Intuit helps you take control of your finances through products like TurboTax, Credit Karma, QuickBooks, and MailChimp. Whether you're trying to manage your money or trying to run a business, Intuit gives you the confidence to take control of your finances so you can live your best life. Intuit has helped 100 million people live their best financial lives. Visit Intuit.com, I-N-T-U-I-T.com to start living yours. Let's get into it. Look, man. There. Oh, I see. Wow. Oh, and look over there. Wow. Is that Ooh. culture? Oh, yes. My goodness. Oh, wow. Yeah. Las Culturistas. Ding dong. Las, Las Culturistas calling. My girl's groggy. I'm sorry. I think it'll be fine. I'm groggy. I'm a little <laughs> giggly even. I think that's that's an intersection that we don't acknowledge in our society, and our culture. You can giggly be groggy and, and giggly. Groggy. Actually, it's a front runner for title of app. And that's shocking that that's already happened just seconds into the podcast. But sometimes that's what fate has for us. You know what's giving me a smile? What? My sister, Matt Rogers, is having a side, like a side swept bang. I'm sort of giving you Aaron Samuels from Mean Girls, aren't I? Um, I would say it's more, I would say it's like. What you're going to say? Like petulant, petulant child at Christmas. Petulant child at Christmas. I love that. This is what happens when I use shampoo and conditioner in my hair. My very pin straight hair, fun fact, just sort of lays right on flat. And then it goes on and parts to the side and looks like a little cherub. It's it's a fun, youthful look. I look like a Lita boy. Lita boy. I love to say little like Lita. And that's actually something that the readers don't know about me. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Lita boy. What what do you what do you think that is? Just replacing these ER sounds, these L E sounds with the, the letter A, with an A a short. Well, a I sound. think it's exactly what you just described. I think it's just me sort of like foregoing consonants for vowel sounds, uh, for a really comedic effect. Very, very funny. Very funny. Very funny. You know what else might be fun? What? If me and you do a versus 
<laughs> I have like Miss Patty and Miss Gladys and Miss Gladys. I was I only caught snippets of it, but Gladys sounds oh. incredible. Oh my god, Gladys Knight. She sounds better than she's ever sounded. And I will say yeah. this, Midnight Train to Georgia is a very amazing song. And it, it will stand the test of time. It has our, already stood the test of time. You talk about it as if it came out yesterday. This new hit, Midnight Train to Georgia, it's Rule of Culture, number 26. Midnight, Midnight Train, train, to, train Georgia to Georgia will, will stand, stand the test, the of, test time. of time. And in fact... Has stood the test of time. I was going to bring up something to you, but I forgot what. I guess I'll. I guess I'll. I guess I'll. Um, think maybe about we'll it later. find it later. But I mean, I'm actually. I'm sad that you didn't get to watch the verses because I know this was a moment. And also, you forget about Patty's big hits. You forget about New Attitude. New Attitude was a career revival. She jumped her the car. She jumped the cables. She no. She took the the cables and jumped her career. The nine lives of it all. The nine lives of it all. Very much like um. I don't know who else. Like a Tina. Like a fun. Like 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 a fun like quick like jolt mm-hmm. in the eighties of like wow okay she's back you know new life and in fact new, new haircut and that'll do it and that'll do it um did you see Dion Warwick appeared with the two of them it became a whole trio trio um but w- it wasn't like fully like contemptuous was it I mean it was, you had no, Oprah no, no. on the I heard you had Oprah on the comments Oprah was in the comments Mariah was in the comments Bob the Drag Queen was in the comments oh wow. All Beautiful. Hollywood. The the new Legends Ball. And you know that people were in the comments like, we need a new Legends Ball, Oprah. Oprah, do another Legends Ball. Like that wasn't a pain in the ass t- to schedule. But wasn't it so good for the for the world and the culture to have the Legends Ball? We need to have it again. It was excellent for the world. It was excellent for the world. We haven't talked about, and I was laughing about this the other day, our new favorite show, Dear. I was laughing oh, because dear. of the <laughs> We love Deer. We love Deer. Apple TV Plus. It's called Deer, Deer. No, Deer dot dot dot. Or it's Deer, but see, it's confusing. What is it? Explain to the readers what is Deer. So Deer is a (laughs) show. And so Matt Matt and I kept like just doing a bit where we were saying to each other, you have to watch the the new show Deer. You have to watch Deer. Wait, have you you seen Deer? Did you see last night's Deer? Deer. Deer. Did you see the fourth episode of Deer? I love the fourth episode of Deer. That was um, Big Bird. My favorite episode of Deer. That was Big Bird's Deer. That was Big Bird's Deer. Um, they so Big Bird is literally on Deer. So every episode yes. they focus on like a hero celebrity, um, and then the entire episode is that person reading letters that people have written to them. Mm-hmm. Um, just very heartfelt letters about how this person's affected their lives. Mm-hmm. Um, and Oprah, I think. EPs the show? I don't know what she has to do with the show, but she has an episode that is centric to her, which made Bowen Yang and I shed tears. So beautiful. So Oprah, beautiful. she has a power. She has a power. I'm not seeing enough Oprah in the world. I'm not seeing enough Oprah. That's probably really what Ellen Pompeo was saying at home. I'm not seeing enough not Oprah because she can't figure out her remote. I can't really, I will say Versus is not super accessible. Like I, I can't find it on Apple Music. I, I guess yeah. you have to go to the Instagram. Is, is that is I that watched the it on the watch? Instagram and it was lovely. And there were 600,000 okay. people watching, which was That's the lovely. highest attended Instagram live I've ever seen. Deer is wonderful. I mean, it was just tr- a truly well, well executed um, premise and uh, oh, yeah. uh, You'll work cry. of television. You'll cry when you watch Deer. 
Girl, if you if you love Disney fairy tale weddings, you'll love deer. Deer, yeah. You're going to love deer. Deer. Let's talk about this this young 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 person that this we young have person. who's um let's just say uh sort of storming not only comedy scene but also twitter.com and the podcast space <laughs> and the podcast space not Thank for nothing you. but this person is becoming one of my favorite listens week to week because they're one of the co-hosts of the rear view which is grinders podcast with forever dog and i have to tell you it feels like a kindred spirit podcast to us and i want to encourage all readers when thursday rolls around because you know you love lost coach on wednesday and when thursday rolls around i want you to sort of glance in your rear view oh my god how about Hold that the, put the mirror up to the crack Put the mirror up to the crack. I am listening to that. <laughs> Get the faggot off the TV. I'm not watching that. Get the faggot that. off the TV. I'm not watching that. I'm not that. watching that. And that, of course, we attribute to Tyra Banks. And we wish her luck this week. It's the first week of Dancing with the Stars. I can't wait to watch her host this damn show. Can't wait to watch her turn to Carol Baskin and be like, that was an amazing foxtrot. Did you kill your husband? <laughs> and only Tyra is crazy enough to do that, and that's why it's good to get Tyra. I know, no, she will, her crazy she, ass she is, will ask the question. I fully watched the entire Naomi um, Naomi Campbell yes. interview. Yes, it's, I, do, I. I do that like once every year or two, and it's it's so, so funny, so funny. Just it's her, so just funny. her being like, "I wanted to tell you that you hurt me irrevocably, and what you did to me in my formative years as not only a model but a woman will haunt me for the rest of my life." And this is Naomi Campbell. She goes, "She goes, I don't remember that. I'm so sorry. Um, I don't really know what that what you're what you're referring to." See, but, the thing okay. is, to me, with, with what I've been through in my life, I think that what you're saying is not that deep. <laughs> amazing amazing it's not that deep she said it's not that deep, it's not to Sarah, that deep. who said for years i <laughs> proverbially was on the edge of the cliff because you pushed me there oh my and god you did that naomi naomi do you remember naomi <laughs> do you remember the way that you treated me That's do you remember the cruelty the cruelty That's a really good tyra naomi i don't i don't remember i don't i don't remember um uh, he is okay. This is all to say, um, the rear view is an incredible new podcast. I also, the way, the way that you, um, uh, something that stayed with me, if you go back and listen to our last episode, um, Matt was talking about Mulan, but he basically summed it up in one word where he said, the way they said, cut the songs, add the sand. The way they said, cut the songs, add the sand. <laughs> Very well, good. not Very for nothing, good. but I'm just, I'm just praising, I'm just gassing at my Thank sister you. With, with, his, Damn. with his jokes. Now I don't even, now I don't even want to go against Universus. I want us to join hands. And speaking of joining hands, it's time for us to join hands with our guest who should, and I have a question for you. Should comedians be as hot as him? Should comedians also be bisexual icons as he is? He's going to be mad about Andrew Gillum. Oh, Andrew Gillum to Kim. Girl, we might have to. We we got to we got to talk about this. We got to talk about this. Our guest is beaming, beaming bright. He's glowing. He wants to talk about Andrew Gillum. And here's the thing: this guest is one of our faves. We've seen we've seen him on stage. You've seen him online. You're listening to him on the pod, the Rearview. Everyone, please welcome into your goddamn ears, Jay Jay Jordan. Jordan. Yay! Thank you. 
I'm very happy to be here. A new orifice. So what's up? A a new orifice for you to really do anything you want to. Anything. You know what I'm not going to do? Do meth in the hotel room, pass out in my own vomit, and then play it off like it didn't happen. That's what I'm not going to do. because you're grown. So let's let's fill me in because I don't I haven't been following the Andrew Gillum stuff past oh, like the, I mean I obviously was was with it when he woke up in the hotel room he came out today as bisexual is that he what happened he did he to Tamarin Hall and mm-hmm. I appreciate oh, the effort for him to say the words bisexual and for him to articulate mm-hmm. um, something that is very important yes. especially for people who don't necessarily have a representative for male bisexuality or even mm-hmm. more importantly like people of color uh, combating yes. the stigma about bisexuality specifically cisgender men who have the whole rumor about the DL I'm so happy mm. for that aspect of this yeah it's but. a real bright spot <laughs> in what is a dark dark alley of a situation but yeah. ooh, what a way to do it. <laughs> what a way to do it some people come out come out sort of gingerly in high school other people run for governor and are covered in vomit and meth yeah ron DeSantis is a terrible person oh, and yeah. should not be governor of florida and has directly led to the deaths of a lot of people mm-hmm. but uh andrew this this also is kind of bad in spite. <laughs> it's not as bad. I'm going to let you know it's not as bad. I'm happy no. for you. But we're number one, the queer community is allowed to make jokes for a few days. That's yes. the first thing I'm gonna say. Yes. We're gonna get jokes off for a few days. And if you get <laughs> and if you get mad, maybe you ain't maybe you ain't got what it takes to be bisexual. Number yeah. two. Oh, wow. Yeah. Number two. <sighs> There's an element of infidelity here that we're not addressing. Mm. There's also an element of like uh, sex work is valid and uh, drug addiction and drug use is also valid. But deception isn't Mm -hmm. always valid. Was he married? Yeah, it is. He's married with children and was caught with. uh, He said this is what he told the police. He was helping someone. That's in right, the hotel room, uh-huh. he helped someone. So, mm-hmm. and, you know, uh, overall, I'm going to say we come out, but it's like a 51-49 split. Like, it's good, but it's just like, it just eked. Sure, it just eked. That's good. That's a great way of putting it. You get some representation out of it for sure. But and, th- and this is why I think it's like really important for everyone to vote because had you voted for Andrew Gillum, <laughs> you wouldn't have been out on a meth bender. Um, we don't and, know that. We don't know that. Well, honestly, he probably would have been a little bit busier. But this, we did this. Florida voters did this. Okay, and I we am going to blame Florida voters, and I'm going to say, please vote for Joe Biden, so we don't have to hear about what happens to him three months, four months later, because he might not have the wherewithal to just go. Take Take a nice walk in the woods. You don't know. It could be an Andrew Gillum situation. It could be. A, he, uh, he could be speedballing and just waking up. I also think that, like, the Andrew Gillum thing as, like, a bisexual person from the South, I was like, it. I was like, there is always, like, a monkey's paw of a gift. We never <laughs> just get it. It's never <laughs> just like, he's, hmm. he's doing well. Oh, by the way. Yeah. Guys and girls, and not buying your people. <laughs> yeah, it's always like it's always a monkey's paw. Well, okay, talk about this, Jay. Um, are, are, we, we, I, I feel like you are checking so many boxes. I mean, you, you, you are bringing forward a new model of, let's just say, um, uh, what a comedian 
can look like, what okay. a bisexual person can be doing. <laughs> um, right. The uh, There's no respectability in terms of the thirst traps that go online. I mean, I, I, I'm kind of really excited at this sort of anarchistic rewriting of the rules. And so, oh. and so how do you feel about your role in this? I'm happy to be a torchbearer, but there are so many people that <laughs> kept the flame lit before me. We talk about <laughs> people like uh, Joel Kim Booster was getting Absolutely. naked before I got That's naked. True. Mateo Lane was getting naked before I got naked. Mm, yes. Solomon was being Shut sexy. Up. Solomon was being sexy with clothes on on TV mm-hmm. before mm-hmm. I got the opportunity. That's Jabuki true. proved you can be brown and cute. Wanda Sykes mm-hmm. said you can be queer. I'm going to be me. I would show that to students during a stand-up section when I was a teacher. And I'd be like, well, y'all just going to have to watch this if y'all want to see what good comedy Uh. looks like. So there are so many people that have helped me feel comfortable enough to be my true, authentic self on stage. Also, when you lie as a comedian kind of like poker the audience has tiny tells just physically where they're like you aren't comfortable about that subject so you're Mm. either overcorrecting or skirting past it so if i didn't talk about being queer it's i think it's like tantamount to me not talking about from being from mississippi or me not having a dog like these are elements that brought me up and that helped etch me out a bit more so i love it so okay so you're mississippian first then you're a dog owner second, and then no, I'm black first. I'm <laughs> well, black I, you, first. I'm just quoting you. You put okay. Well, I'm black first. I'm black. Okay. I'd say I'm black first, uh-huh. and then I want to be queer mm-hmm. right after mm-hmm. black, and then I want to be very funny, and then mm-hmm. everything else can like kind of be lateral, like the same sort of yeah. like, on the same plane. Perfect. Yeah. Matt, what, what, what about what about you? I would say that for me, I am one of my first. <laughs> I think, honestly, I think that I really can say I am gay first. Oh, okay. Yes. I really am gay first. Like some, I was thinking to myself like, wow, pretty much everything I've ever done besides hot dog, which is coming out soon, I've had to be gay to do. Like, had to be queer to host game show. Pretty much all the sketch comedy I ever did in my life, I was, like, doing gay characters or queer characters, etc. So I guess I am gay first. And I, of course, am what they call a gold star gay. Never even been in the same room as a naked vagina. Never oh, even wow. been in the same room. It's not that it's not that I wouldn't welcome the opportunity. I just would feel bad for the woman having that opportunity and sharing that opportunity with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're, not, none of us are platinum stars, are we? Mm-mm. No. 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 Yeah. Jay, I'm, oh. I'm imagining that Jay has you know, natural birth. Uh, yeah. I went through the regular way. I didn't have a okay. VIP entrance or exit, <laughs> I guess. VIP entrance to the world. Yeah. To the world. <laughs> to the you're world. Dr- you're Drake at the club. No, no, no. Come through the back. Uh. <gasps> <laughs> Bowen, how do you identify first and foremost? I identify <laughs> as, um, as, a, as, a, as a, as gay first, probably. You think gay first? Well, no, actually, no, because the first thing people see is Asian. Yeah, but that's, it's about how you identify. Don't give them that. I have had to, like, in terms of, like, stacking, like, the lenses that things refract through, like, it, it's Asian first and then it's gay. And I've had to, like, mm. 
get comfortable with the Asian part f- before I get comfortable with the gay part. I think this well, it's, it's sw- it switched orders for like it, it switches orders all the time. But I think now it's sort of the, the layers are sort of um, sedimenting in the right way, and so hmm. it's 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 Asian first. I think that like the reason I say black first also is because my blackness informs my queerness mm. more yes. than my queerness informs my blackness. Yes. yes so when yes. you guys were talking about verses, I watched verses as like a black person with mm-hmm. like two great aunties just yeah. like that. Or like like my mom mm-hmm, is the patty mm-hmm. of all her friendships. She has a blonde mm. wig right now. Um, yes. And so like I see that and I'm like, oh, that's like my grandma and my mom. It's not like, oh, that's like a diva. Then they're yeah, a diva yeah, yeah. Then they're for divas. me. But it was, I mean, that kind of was like just a master class in black queerness watching that last night. So you were watching. Oh, I, Garrison, the boyfriend can tell you. I was like, I got to get home. Mm-hmm. I did two shows and then I rode my bike home and Patty and Gladys would be very disappointed because I got Popeyes instead of actually cooking something for it. And I <laughs> wow. watched it with Popeyes and I was I was just so happy. Yeah. You're I walked on away. Own. I came in, I was like, Patty, heavy favorite. <laughs> yeah. Like it was, did that did that but, change or but she still won because they weren't playing Gladys Knight hits back to back. It's like P- Patty had, there were two times Patty where has Patty, the hits. Patty like played hits back to back and yeah. Gladys, had to pay, Gladys had to play Midnight Train Georgia twice to make it a close mm-hmm. match. Wow. And on and on, uh, License to Kill was very good. Mm-hmm. Uh, neither One of Us was amazing. But uh, then, neither One of Us is one of my favorites Neither ever. One of Us is amazing. But then if you do that same exercise with Patty's hits, you Patty played the ABCs. Yeah. Yeah, because she, on Sesame because Street, she, she, she knew that people on verses would want to see to hear that there was a Patty yep. mix with the ABCs in it. Yeah, so, I mean, she, she she understood the sliver of her audience that was watching that was like internet like consumers. Yeah, just being like oh, we thank we've you, seen gay the video. people, yeah. as I believe she said. Thank you, gay people. <laughs> um, did you did you see the part? Obviously, you did. But Bowen, there was this part. I'm wondering if you were tuning in where, um, it was right after they finished the song and they were talking and their exchanges in between. The songs were my favorite part, which mm. is saying something. Because Matt, it was just stuff like, and yeah. you know, then I was like, well, you know, Matt had a baby, and then Matt would say, you know, Jay had a baby. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was uh-huh. so, so good and so lived in, and like it felt like it felt like voyeuristic because they're obviously wow. close friends with tons of history, years and years of like something no one else could replicate, which is their shared and lived experience. Yeah. But my favorite part was when right after Patty ended up like slaying a number, she turns to Gladys and she's like, you know. Sometimes I just I I sing so high and so much. I wonder if it's too much. But the fact of the matter is, like God gave me all of this, and I'm gonna do all of this because I'm not gonna not be me. And there is a pause, and Gladys just goes, "It's power." Mm. <laughs> and and Patty was like, "It is. It's power." And then they just moved on. But it's like ah. them talking about how they're the best singers in the world, and just like they get it. And it's there's not an ounce of ego. It's just the truth. Yeah, but isn't it so fun how like even after all these years, like it's still kind of this novelty to her, even like to herself. She's like, it's Patty Labelle being like, "Well, I can't believe I'm this talented, even like in in like into like the fifth decade of my work or whatever the hell, you know." It's yes, like, it's a seventy-seven year old and a seventy-six year old being like, "I, I sang this. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, I did this. 
I used to do this for a. I still do this for a living. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were marveling at themselves, which was so cool. And it was like a full on like matriarchal vibe that you get in yeah. a lot of like black churches where it was just. I mean, I tweeted and joked about how like that versus I, after that versus I went home with an entire pound cake when I only wanted a slice <laughs> because mm. that's what happens. That happened to me last Christmas and my big mamas. I went to see her with my sister and she was like, oh, you want some pound cake? And she did the cartoon Tom and Jerry slice where she cut like two little slices and then gave us the rest of the cake. The rest give, of the cake. That's give me perfect. that fat slice. <laughs> no, I, just want, I, just want, I just want the skinny slice. You had said, <laughs> I, but I just I that was my first versus that versus that I had watched. I unfortunately missed the Brandy Monica one. You picked a good one though. You picked a very good one because well, how they, they also top it? they did a hybrid where they were like, I'll sing live. Monica mm. didn't want to do live vocals. Brandy sang a little of her stuff live. Monica oh, gave yeah. up on some stuff, but also Brandy versus Monica that was like a fun one because there was tension. Yes. Really. Yeah, there was a little bit of tension because there's that whole backstory about the yeah. MTV Movie Awards with the punch and or slap that occurred between them. And and who was that doing that to whom? Allegedly, this is allegedly, is from Dallas, a.k.a. I think uh, Chili's ex-husband, the producer. Yeah. So, Dallas Austin? Yeah. So yeah. he said Monica popped Brandy in the mouth. <laughs> That makes sense. <laughs> because everyone, like the, like Black Twitter's second reading of Monica, besides being like an army diva who deserves her flowers while she can still smell them, is that she la hood. She mm. la hood. Is, ain't nothing wrong with that. Monica is, Monica is ghetto, but at the end it's spelled T-E-A-U. Like, yeah. does that yeah, make sense? Sure, sure, sure. Totally. A just a little bit. <laughs> just a little. Yeah. That is, I always like, do you ever listen back to that song and think, who did win this? And do you have verdicts? <laughs> Makai Pfeiffer? That's who won. <laughs> That's, oh, yes. But then there would be no reason for the song to exist. I think Monica, it, the, the, growing up, it was the sentiment was always that Monica won. Okay. See, that's so interesting because for me growing up, the sentiment was Brandy won. And I think well, I Brandy felt had that the better career. She had the better career. And I was like, I know the, her. But and she so had she the wins. more mainstream career. Yes, you don't that's know if she very had the true. Career. Yes. And thank you for, for, for checking me on that because better does not mean mainstream does not mean better yeah come on i'm on house of niche right now we know yeah <laughs> to me like a white teen on long island i knew who brandy was because i did watch moesha every now and then <laughs> and i also was aware of her from like you know doing cinderella and all these things you but know i remember when i what? hear that i see matt with moesha braids in my head <laughs> oh he would and how does it look <laughs> z-way he wouldn't do it z-way he would never do no, it no i would never do that <laughs> Don't come for me Z-way. Um, but wait, um, I do want to say, though, as an adult listening to the song, I think Monica walks her like a dog. Oh. <laughs> well, I'm like, that's, it's, a, it's, that's the grown woman who's in the right. But what's unfair, But what kind of sets up that dynamic and sets it up for the rest of the song, for the entire song, is the fact that Brandy is the one who approaches Monica. Monica's just minding her own business. Brandy, me, can I please the, talk to you for a minute? Sure, you know... 
You look kind of familiar. It's like, she, Monica's just like, I yeah, I, I think I know you. She's like, I might remember who you are. Meanwhile, she knows exactly <laughs> who that is. That's the other woman. That's what heteronormative activities do to y'all when y'all out here claiming mm-hmm, folks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. Because uh, do, do, does this even really happen to gay men? I feel like gay men don't really claim each other in, in, in the way that these, these straight women do. I have opinions about when people go, oh, this man who has not committed to me is mine. Is mine. Because you're the one looking like Boo Boo the Fool. Because you are acting up now. Yeah, the yeah, man yeah. hasn't done anything mm-hmm. if, if he's like the prize to be like coveted. And then it's it's like bordering on like a weird scopophilic passion to see women fight over you. If you're a yeah. man who's like, well, I don't sure. know. Y'all handle with y'all. Mm, don't do that. That's kind of not really. Hmm. I don't know. Maybe I maybe I'm erasing a lot of um, stuff, but I feel like that's not really the dynamic that I've noticed amongst men our age, gay men our age, who are like, oh, yeah. I've, I've never. No, I don't know. I'm just, we I've get, never, like, we give up. We go. Oh, have have fun. <laughs> well, because if you if you were to act crazy about like someone that you know or someone else hooking up with someone that you hooked up with or are hooking up with, I feel like in the modern like gay queer community, you'd you'd look insane and very bothered because I feel like, you know, and the, the, and the world is so small. Like this, the circles are right. so small and right. literally I'll like run into a guy who's like, like I'll like, I'll run into a wiener cousin. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like a guy, like, like a, a sister, guy who has a sister. And I'll just be like, <laughs> Oh cool. Like that's, that's fine. That's fine. Okay, great. And then like moving, it's like, like there's no, there's no like sense of yeah ownership the way that these well, women are like in a very kind of like Jay, you don't you like you can talk about this if you want. Uh, so yeah. <laughs> well, because so some people hear go this there. Like, so well, some go people there. hear this and they're like, oh, Jay, I don't want to hear this. But if you are basing your entire relationship on monogamy that was established during like the early modern period in Europe to make sure that the great chain of being was maintained so that like peasants stuck with peasants and like a stable boy wasn't having sex with a princess because then okay. that bastard Vox would explainer. Yeah. Come on, That's global historian. Would change because if your blood is different, if yeah. if the if the aristocracy is almost a different species, then they shouldn't be able to intermingle and more importantly mate and procreate with people on the lower pegs of that totem pole. So the caste system, yes. Yeah, yeah. So you wanted to take ownership of a woman also because she was the only way for you to pass your property not even pass pass your like your lineage you're like you have to have a son so i have someone to give my stuff to and by the way he better be mine or else i'm giving my stuff to somebody i don't know like it's it's just that Hmm. i Mm -hmm. and i don't i reject this caste system yeah (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> honey, le- honey, let me be a surf at the bottom, unbothered. <laughs> you, Bowen didn't think I would know that surfs were at the bottom of the caste system. I, no. I know his I, eyes I, lit up, and he pointed like this, deep, 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 because he I've saw been, that I've I was. Been, I've been deep, deep, deeping all night. <laughs> I think he was this happy is... for you and realizing was. I was that... agreeing. I I was I was kind of I was I was kind of joining in on this collectivizing notion of the serfs that are at the bottom when we're together. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm not that way. I would love to be a courtier or a baron or a duke or a marquis. But y'all, you carry that. You carry that energy. It's you have a very royal it's, energy. You really it's cute do. For y'all down there, y'all can have some fun. Have, I know. Have it. <laughs> you, I do think you would look very, very hot in like that sort of like prince like regalia. Like, I think you'd make yes. a very handsome prince is what I'm saying to you. Thank you. So that's what you've been doing. You've been do- going out to the park to do yeah, shows. Yeah, you've been doing all the park shows. You've been gigging. Yeah. Like, you always I'm, gig. I'm like, okay, so I always say meet people where they are comfortable during this. And I'm comfortable mm, enough to do an outdoor show with, yeah. a ma- with a mask, take it off, do my set, put the mask back on. People are distant. Do you disinfect the mic afterwards? Disinfect the mic. They're mic condoms now. Mic covers. Oh, the condoms. That's right. The little mic condoms. And so, yes, for all gay men, condoms are something that you put around your penis so that you don't get an STI. I'm back on prep, guys. Gorilla. I'm also rip roaring on prep. I'm on my Discovy. Are you guys Truvada gay or Discovy? I'm Discovy for prep. My okay. provider said, I was like, I'd love to try Discovy. He said, no, 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 you're, you're sticking with PrEP. I forget oh, no. why. Discovery's wow. a smaller pill. I don't mind swallowing that big old blue thing. Oh, Give me the Navi dick. <laughs> Give me <laughs> that taste. Jake Sully penis. Give me that long <laughs> schlong. Give Squidward me that nose. dong. <laughs> Give me that blue. Bowen said, Dr. Manhattan, get in Dr. Manhattan, Manhattan, get in me. Bowen said his dick was beautiful. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Beautiful. The big, I, is that the biggest penis ever on TV and Watchmen? Oh my God, Matt still hasn't seen Watchmen. I don't, well, I don't, I think Yaya is an amazing actor, so to fetishize mm-hmm. him just for that one scene of him no, walking. No, and I'm not, no. Yeah, but, that, but he, that's not his penis, I don't think. Oh, I think, I think it is. He was too happy about it. It looked like that was his. Really? Yeah, he's just walking around with that thing. It was it was HBO dick. I was gonna do this is a little yeah. you guys will get all the inside information. I was I was I could have done HBO dick for my first sex scene, but I did not. For, but why? for minutes? But why yeah, did you say no? I could have gave some dick. My why didn't team you? was like, oh. maybe don't do dick the first time. And I was like, That's Yo. fair. That's fair. No, I right. get it. I I don't agree with it 100 i feel like you should just anyone should just do whatever they want when it's hbo yeah. if, if you're if you if you're given the, the opportunity to show your your genitals that's great um i think the second time you should just break the seal yeah yeah also, did you have sex on high maintenance there was the yes. implication that there would be another time for something of that ilk so i felt they like they complimented me. They're like, you know, it's going to be plenty of chances for you to show your, your team. Yeah. Your team yeah. said this? The team, yeah. Wow. I, this is going to sound weird, but I can't wait for that. <laughs> 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 um, and with that, we're going to take a break and we'll be right back with Jay Jordan. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly bubbly burst refreshing bubbles colorful bottles and playful smiles galore bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible and with no added sugar and low calories there's a lot to smile about each sip adds a burst of fun to your day i don't know about you matt but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. 
With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia Agnello, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, spring is in full bloom. Are your finances blooming too? With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa credit card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities for lower rates on loans, like for a car or a home. You know what I love about the Chime Credit Builder Visa credit card? What? There are no annual fees, interest, or credit checks to apply. Yes! You can use it everywhere Visa credit cards are accepted. Take back your finances. Build credit using your own money. Yeah. Did you know that with Chime Credit Builder that you can get paid up to two days early with direct deposit? I did. You can also overdraft up to $200 without fees with SpotMe when you set up a qualifying direct deposit. Just set up a qualifying direct deposit, sign up for SpotMe, and Chime will spot you up to your limit when you make a credit card purchase or cash withdrawal that exceeds your balance. With Chime's secure credit card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at Chime.com forward slash culturistas that's chime.com forward slash culturistas chime feels like progress the chime credit builder visa credit card is issued by the Bancorp bank na or stride bank na members fdic spot me eligibility requirements and overdraft limits apply out of network atm withdrawal and otc advance fees may apply terms and conditions apply go to chime.com slash disclosures for details and what are we back are we back i i we're back yeah we're back okay so at this point bowen what do we do we um oh oh we oh ask yes. the question the question right of course the question being jay what was the culture that made you say culture was for you bowen explain this is the um formative culture for you growing up um something that really was the spark lighter um for the fuse that was the rocket for culture to culture that you were headed on Mm -hmm. does that make sense that makes total sense i have two answers because i heard bob the drag queen did that and yeah so my first answer is the honey video by mariah carey thank you so much from the album butterfly i get emotional when anyone talks about this thank you so much one of my Ooh. first CDs. 
was mm-hmm. Butterfly. My oh. first CDs, the first three CDs I ever had were Puff Daddy and the Family No Way Out, the mm-hmm. explicit version, because my mama wow. didn't know. You better. Usher, wow, wow, wow. My Way. Yep. And Mariah Carey, Butterfly. Butterfly. Now... It's easy to say, oh, wow, that's like a core distillation of like you as a bisexual, um, a number of things. It was so formative for me because the album cover for Butterfly kind of speaks to the entire aesthetic of the Honey video from a tone standpoint, from a coloring standpoint, from a hair standpoint. The hair was iconic at that moment. Sexiest Mariah you can imagine. This is post-divorce. So this is after time. Yeah. So I she think, was. I think the lyrics are the horniest. She the was lyrics are the horniest. Acting she was acting fully up, up, and you know, many say that honey may be about cum. Oh, honey! Is I about think it cum. is about cum. Honey yeah. is one hundred percent about cum. Matt, it is the best double entendre of a song ever. And honey, I can't describe how good it feels inside. It's it's got to be cum. Just another <laughs> taste of your honey. So it's a calm anthem. So the video is like her as a secret agent, and like you agent have a couple M. famous agent M, a couple famous people. Eddie Griffin is in it. Yes, and he is. She is hand. She's uh, handcuffed behind the chair, and she also speaks to her Venezuelan roots. She speaks Spanish for like the first minute of the she video. Is. She's, she's, doing, she's acting en español. She's acting because Mariah. <laughs> Importante is, to remember, Mariah is a writer and a singer, a mother, but also an actress. And, and at this point, you, what, is star, pop, what is she oh, first? What is she first? She's a, a diva, singer, a singer, a blessing, a diva. Oh, a diva. She's a blessing a, first, a gift. Patty, yes. Patty, and Mariah are like is like a, a lineage yeah. between them. There's like a through line, like there's sinew connecting them the same way there's sinew connecting Patty and Jennifer Hudson. Like yes. whenever yes. Jennifer Hudson does a scoop into something very like that's Patty. That's her doing a Patty. Like yeah. it's so. The reason I love Mariah in this video mm-hmm. is because she's having fun. Like she's yes. stripping, she's swimming, she's dancing with she got sailors. a hot dude on the beach where she does she jet skis end. too. At the very end. Because then you also think, oh man, this hot dude at the beach and it's not connected, but you could pretend like it is. Then my all happens and it's a completely oh. different tone, but it feels connected because she's on the beach with another hot man. Yes, yeah, she uh, is. It's just uh, Mariah Carey, the honey video. I was like, whatever this is, I'm sexually attracted to it, but I also like it, but I also understand how other people can like this. I just want to celebrate this. And I didn't have a chair in my yeah. room. I shared a room with my brother and my sister at this point before my sister got her own room. I had this like speaker boombox situation that I could put headphones in mm-hmm. and I would have to like just put the CD in the top and like listen to it like on my headphones like right next to like the speaker system in my room uh also mariah's like just a walking thesaurus i learned so many words from the hers. words that the are best used. vocabulary the best you got vocabulary the cd booklet with the lyrics oh, the oh CD yeah booklet and so then that's the first one and the second one is probably the 1992 animated uh series the x-men on fox so those two things uh-huh. changed everything for me this makes a lot of sense and this is an amazing answer to the question because we get two ideas of you as a person and it makes sense without even exploration but explore we will those are two things that i love oh yes let's start let's just because we've talked so it's Bowen, isn't it insane how much we've talked about Mariah lately? There's a this lot has of become Mariah, a Mariah in the podcast. Air. She's and on everyone's mind right now. Yes, she is. 
I mean, that New York Magazine piece was incredible. I think kind of going into the back catalog. Yesterday, Matt and I connected because we were both listening to Emancipation of Mimi. At yes. the same time. Um, you, guys the same talked time. About, you guys talked about jumper cables for a career. What? Hello. Yeah, the way she on. was like, Y'all want something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could, I could give y'all some anthems if y'all want. Wow. Oh, you wanted, you wanted the definition of contemporary R and B. And Jermaine Dupri was like, "We've been cooking up stuff for a while. Let's just, let's drop it." <laughs> the Neptunes, Kanye. That was, that was a stacked album. Ugh, like that was ugh, an incredible album. It. Also, you know what song gets slept on for Emancipation? Just before, before we return to Butterfly, say something. Which Say is something is amazing. Snoop Dogg on it. Oh my god, the way that the he way... says he's gonna fuck you in the bathroom in that song, and I'm <laughs> never into Snoop, but I, I'm like, okay, Snoop, your girl, <laughs> and wish you knew. It made this sort of your ladder girl, half. your girl. So good, but Jay Butterfly. Yes. Is my culture that made me say culture was for me? Yeah, say, you guys okay. have the same answer. You want to know my butterfly joint that I love? Okay, maybe it's because they're back to back. When it, when it goes breakdown into yep, baby into doll. The yep. Okay, I was gonna say the roof, but yeah. Oh, oh. breakdown is <sighs> a song hauntingly beautiful. Yeah, it is. Uh, uh, it's, it's so vivid. Good. It's well, vivid. You're talking about my all vividly emblazoned in my mind. Vividly <gasps> emblazoned in my mind. But then, so good. Breakdown into Baby Doll is one song's about loss, and then one song's about longing. Because, yep. like, the relationship is over on terms she didn't love, and then yeah. she still just wants to be your baby doll. And allegedly, Baby Doll, my all, and the roof. Derek Jeter. Mr. Derek Jeter himself. Well, Derek she confirmed Jeter. this. She confirmed at least my all. In the New in York the, Magazine. In the New York, yeah. the New York Magazine art uh, interview. And that was a moment because I remember when that song came out and a radio DJ was like, at the time, in like 97, I'm not even kidding. And this is like the, when I was so into baseball. So you were time. in Long Island. I was on Long Island and okay. Derek Jeter was, you couldn't get bigger than Derek Jeter. And mm-hmm. also Mariah Carey is Long Island's princess. Yes. So when the, it was rumored that they were fucking... Everyone was on fire. And like, I remember this song played in the car because they used to play jams on the radio. And they used it to. came on. It's actually Real Culture number 109. They used to they play used to jams, play on, jams the radio. on the radio. Sometimes you would get a my all on the radio. Now, not so much. But wow. I remember the, the DJ was like, you know, rumor is that uh, Derek Jeter and Mariah Carey are doing what they say in this song late at night. Anyway, this is E100. And then she started and I was just like, wait, hold on. We need to go back. Can we yeah. can we rewind the radio? <laughs> because I need to know everything about Derek Jeter and Mariah I Carey. Just imagine Matt being like, I need to know what these two beautiful beige bodies oh are doing God. at nighttime. <laughs> I've never been hornier. Oh, no. These two beautiful, Oof. like racially ambiguous bodies just are writhing oh yes, god yes at their Ooh. peak and also you are so right when you say mariah was never hotter i just recently bought her greatest hits vinyl mm-hmm. and inside they have all these incredible photos of her from like you, the 95 to 2000 the hair just like just, her makeup's beautiful her she had never sounded better she was like taking classy sexy photos i was like she really defined to me what like what sex appeal was you know what i mean but like that image of her on that cover is just a piece of fabric and a belly chain and and a butterfly and hair and a like 
She's playing with monochromatic earth tones. Yes, yeah, tone on just tone, like, tone on she's tone. Just oh, and it's just like this beautiful image. So like Mariah Carey, uh, Honey video, Butterfly, mm-hmm. it, but Honey video specifically, and then the X Men yeah. because they were different. They were born yes. different. What makes X Men yeah. the '90s Fox animated series the superior series to you over like? Um, uh, X Men Evolution oh, or, okay. like, or like the other iterations to you. I, I, so you I, have... I, 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 yeah, but please, I, I just want to hear it from you because I don't really like. I need some context. I need to like sort of be like brought up to speed on. Okay, so you have X Men Evolution, you have Wolverine and the X Men, you have the failed pilot Pride of the X Men, which was before all of them. Pride of the X Men mm-hmm. launched the arcade games where you see like a couple of iterations of the team where it's like Storm, Dazzler, Cyclops, Nightcrawler. Yes, I remember that. So you play that game. The character models are based on that. And that was a very kind of like early 80s team. The thing about the 92 series is they use the designs from the highest selling comic book of all time, which was Jim Lee, Chris Claremont, and I forget who was the inker, but Uncanny X-Men, like number one. Uh And it sold... 8.1 8.1 million copies. Like, if it's one thing Mariah and the X-Men gonna do, it's gonna go platinum. So, <laughs> they sold... At least eight, that. They sold 8 million copies of this comic book. It's the most important comic book to Marvel. At the time, Marvel was like, whatever people want from the X-Men, they can do. So, there were all these titles that span yeah. out of it. And the team was so important, they split the team up into the blue team and the gold team. And so, the series just said, we want to take all of some of the favorite parts from that comic book and make that Mm -hmm. into a series, which was crazy because you go, wait, this, but this like just happened. They're not like going back to 1963 to do like their original five X-Men. They're not going like the eighties for the Outback team. They're like, we're going to give you the X-Men that just like sold out two years, three years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so they put together like a be- like a beautiful mashup team. The first two episodes, Nine of Sentinels, were so important because a character dies. You think you, you found out season two he didn't die, but mm-hmm. a character dies. Like they're going on a mission that's supposed to not like result in anyone dying, and Morph gets shot and then goes away. And you mm. see like Cyclops and Wolverine get into it. Jubilee, who like kind of represents you, the viewer, because you're a younger kid and Jubilee's like yeah. a mall rat who's like, I'm going to do what I want. It's so good. It's just, so from that point on, I had those two, you could get the cassettes at Pizza Hut in like a box. <laughs> I had like uh-huh. the two sets with like a specialized like before and after message from like Stan Lee, the creator. Mm. And I got those at Pizza Hut. I like had like wow. so many action figures. So, it's just wow. And then from a message tonally, yeah. It's like a young black kid in Mississippi who maybe didn't have a way to articulate he was queer, but definitely knew I like loved Mariah Carey at that point. Mm-hmm. Well, not even mm-hmm. that point, but so that was ninety two. But like knew I liked doing stuff with my mom and I wasn't always picked first for stuff and like I ran kind of silly and like maybe like I don't know what's going on. But like to have like a team and like for them to be right. like, it's okay. You're just born yeah. different. And to have like Storm be like a black superheroine. Mm-hmm, it was, mm-hmm. whew, you can't write that stuff. I mean, they did, but it was very Yeah, cool. yeah. <laughs> but they did. Wait, but who 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 do you identify with uh, most? Uh, oh, in, in so the I, watch me, watch me piss people off with this. I <laughs> am a big Iceman fan. 
Iceman. I kind of Iceman is kind of the queer one too. One of the very much ones. the queer one came out because of Brian yeah. Michael Bendis. A lot of writers had like had a bunch of subtext kind of skirting the issue. Came out I want to say in two thousand twelve, maybe it was two thousand fifteen. Mm-hmm, he came out mm-hmm. and it, he deflects with humor. He's more powerful than he could ever imagine. He's he's but he's also like very much a guy that just wants to go along with the flow, a bunch of failed relationships with women. Uh, also, mm. like, is hot, but, like, surprisingly, like, er, like uh-huh. some comics, you'd be like, Bobby, get out of here. But in some comics, you'd be like, Bobby, what's oh, going yeah. on? Yes. Well, they made him hot and straight in the movies. Oh, But well, in, the, in the mo- in X2, it was, like, that scene where he, like, comes out. It's, yes. Like, so, like, it's, it's kind of laid on thick, but it's, 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 it's great. It's, like, at the time, it was kind of, like, the wink to, from Brian Singer to By the audience. Brian Singer, well, who definitely has... Yeah. Yeah, but he's a whole, a whole that issue. Hans, our our lovely Hans, says in the move in the X Men movie, Iceman is also the one mm-hmm. whose parents ask, "Have you tried not being a mutant?" With very queer subtext. So thank yes. you, yes, Hans. That, we're, we're referring to that scene. Yeah, Bobby's yes. mom in X Two X Men United after he like freezes the the coffee and the cat starts to lick at it. Mm-hmm. Like she's like, "Well, have you ever tried not being a mutant?" And then his brother calls the police on them that's right and like outs them and like that tries to get bobby brother. taken away yes Ugh. bobby is yes. anti-cop too Ooh, and you know pyro is really anti-cop he blows up the car Pyro's not that people anti-cop. should do that because you get in trouble but so when uh, you wow. when you're when you're watching <laughs> x-men and you're running weird and doing things with mom and loving mariah at what point do you realize because i i've only that must have been very confusing for a kid to realize bisexuality. Oh, I didn't realize bisexuality was an option until I was in college. And some really? people, well, because I didn't have an experience with a guy until college because I had girlfriends in high school. Mm-hmm. I had like a girlfriend my junior year that I went to prom with. I had like a girlfriend for part of my senior year. Mm-hmm. And I had like really close friendships. And sometimes I think I coded my queerness by just being like, man, that dude's so cool. Don't you guys yeah. want to meet the cool yeah, new dude? Yeah. That guy's he's <laughs> from a different school. He's got stories we don't know. Maybe he knows girls that we don't know. But also, he probably should tell us what his parents do for a living because it seems like <laughs> a very nice house. <laughs> ah, that's so you had girlfriends all pretty much throughout your yes. like, like, and like. I'm talking like fully attracted to girls, fully like, attracted to girls, consummated yeah. the relationship consummation, uh, had a down. very American prom night. Let's just say the okay. junior year, but senior year, I also had a very American prom night because we fought the whole night. So, um, yeah, that is very American. That's very you American. Can, while the prom. fray played in the Nissan Armada, oh, that my mama the, the year was 2006. <laughs> Don't do me you, spot on. <laughs> Spot on. How to you know how to save a life? Tell Jay not to go to prom with I'm not gonna say her name on here, but just that's how you save a life. Be that's like how Jay, you save Jay's just life. Just time travel and be like, Y'all don't have to go to prom together just cause y'all are like cool. Like y'all gonna <laughs> y'all are gonna fight. I remember I, wonder... I went I went to go see the fright um at Jones Beach with one of my male straight friends, just he and I, and like we ran into people from high school there and everyone was like, What the fuck are you doing on a date together to the fray? And I felt so bad that the kid had come with me. Because <gasps> I was like, he didn't have to do this. But he really liked the fray. Shout out to Nick Cooley. 
the fray. Wow. The fray He's married now to a woman. The fray in Laura. the car. That's something I miss. Yeah. The fray. Oh, in the when car. the fray would come on in the car, that's what gets you to Jones Beach. That's Dash, what gets the straight boys to Jones Beach. in the car. Yellow oh, honey. card in the car. In the car. In the car just, was the vibe. You oh, just said man. yellow card, and that was the card to say. That was the card to pull. I'm, I'm pulling a red card on your yellow card. We don't even have an Ocean Avenue in Mississippi, but guess what? <laughs> I listened to it like we did. <laughs> we had one in, in Islip where I grew up. We had an Ocean Avenue, and I felt very um, alive whenever it would come on. <laughs> The fray was a, the fray was a huge deal for um for for Denver because they were from Denver and we sort of were a culturally barren place at that point and um it was just a very big deal that they had made it big over my head in the car that Ooh. is yeah like that takes you back over Come my head because people say how to save a life but over my head was is no the that song. was the Bob that's the better song and honestly Ooh. his voice was great that song was amazing that was really over my head cable car that was uh, it oh cable car yeah <laughs> everyone knows I'm <laughs> in and then oh, you know what happened was he dropped they that blew the f- he was smart vocally structurally sound he oh yeah no he was, was a like, singer okay. and you know why they blew the fuck up was because how to save a life was in Grey's anatomy it was before That's that, that why they blew up was they were big but show? then once how to save a life because at that point how you know what happened because the season two finale made Snow Patrol chasing cars. I know. The that moment. Was, that was and the And then the season three promos all featured How to Save a Life. I'm almost positive. No, no. Um, How to Save a Life was pre-season two. It was, was uh, in season two, but When not... it was getting good in the second half of season two, they were yes. showing it during, pre- during promos then. That's right. That's right. Ooh, that's I might... what it is. I might smoke a joint and watch second half of season two episodes of Grace tonight. Baby, get high, oh. watch Grace. It's actually rule of culture number fifty. Get, get high and watch, watch Grace. Grace. <laughs> um, I'm going to ask a sort of a dumbass question about bisexuality, but I, this is something that I'm curious about. Is there so so in college you you have an experience with guys? Yeah, it's confirmed that you enjoy you enjoy men, but it's like, is there this like? period where like the fulcrum shifts a little you're you're not sure where it lands yeah. and then it, and then it like lands somewhere and then you're like okay i'm bi like where, mm-hmm. where it's like you can you're able to sort of stand firm in that identity i had like a really good time with a few guys in mm-hmm. college but then i still find myself like when no one was watching like no like no this wasn't performative like still like messaging girls and yeah, like yeah talking to girls and like hooking up with girls i had a summer mm-hmm. where i like put on a little bit of muscle and so i was that was like one of the first it was the first of many a, a hot girl summer the cows came home yeah so <laughs> to roost. i <laughs> the cows came to the roost. cows came home to roost home to roost title of that the, <laughs> the, the, the cows, cows came, came home to roost, home to roost. <laughs> title of that in Mississippi. Uh, <laughs> so at one point, someone was like, well, you like, you've definitely like, you've, I've seen like that you hooked up with guys. Like, why are you still like hitting on me? I was like, can I like do both? And me saying that to that person wow. was like, oh, well, yeah, I mean, sure. yeah." I mean, but are yeah. they like, yeah, sure. Or have you faced that people sometimes are weirded out or uncomfortable with it because of whatever I'm bias super, they have? I'm so okay with people shorthanding 
uh, me being a male bisexual to saying gay if the intentions are pure, if it's mm. like just like you saying that from a catch-all kind of grab bag territory, it's one syllable. It queer is also one syllable, but then people are like, <laughs> I'm not an academic. Um, but I think <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah, so yeah. I think that there have been people that are like, well... Like, I don't really believe what Jay's saying because he's dating a guy and he's dated a guy for so long. But then mm-hmm. I'm also like, well, y'all know the YouTube search history or like what? <laughs> oh, the... yeah. yeah. It's just a very, it's a fear that I don't have as much anymore because I'm very much grounded in my truth and yeah. my kind of internal attraction to things. So like if someone's like, oh Jay is secretly lying, I was like, what like, but what's the benefit of the lie? Exactly. Yeah, to what end? To what I've end already been I like, lie. I sucked a few dicks. You've you've given up yeah. whatever <laughs> the mm. pa- the inherent power and in heteronormative culture is if the minute you're like, man, get come on. So it's just at this point we all have to be we all have to sort of agree on this on this on the same set of facts and or, or terms or whatever which is just that like get the whole like subterfuge like deceit element out of any kind of queer identity where it's like it's like you know mm-hmm. i mean not to like fully extrapolate this into like territory that like maybe none of us have like experience in but it's like it's like when the knee-jerk reaction for a trans person for a trans person coming out is being like oh well then you're li- like you've been lying to us the whole time it's oh, like wait, yes. wait 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 there's no there's no lie here it's yeah there's no deceit like, yeah there's no deceit it's like it's like and that kind of gets thrown at by people a lot i feel yeah and particularly at bi- it's like what we're at saying particularly yeah. at by men and by men of color a whole lot but then there's also the other end of the spectrum as far as like attraction to by men where it's like a fed of it's like a, you're fetishized yeah, yeah so yeah, i yeah. just think that when someone says they're bi go oh that's cool and then if they say it again be like okay do you you want something? <laughs> you want like a prize? <laughs> Is... <laughs> I'm I'm down for it. I I wish everyone the best. I also think that like the more, I mean, the more people come out as bisexual, the more helpful it is. September is technically Bisexual Awareness Month. Mm. Did you guys know that? Wonderful. Exactly. I did not know that. It's because September doesn't know if it wants to be summer or fall. Uh, Dang. Wow. So, so let me ask you a question. Is that one of your? Is that one of your jokes? Or is that a real fact? It, no, because it was like the 24th or the 23rd and they kept moving it. And then someone was like, just pick. No, it was the, um, <laughs> it was, it was actually a day in September. And then it got like stretched out to a week. And now there were, <laughs> this year they were like, ain't nobody doing nothing. No way. You really are. Uh, can to. I say, like, as a stand-up, you really are a joke fucking machine. Bitch. Oh, you yeah. really yeah. are good. Output is nuts you really are really good and i we've seen you be good for so many years but i remember i, I went to i was doing um i think game show with dave game at show JFL live and I, in canada I saw, at yes, jfl and i saw you do your new face to set and I, you shined you really did uh, thank oh. you thank that means a lot because i really want people to say oh my gosh he's such a good joke writer and he's so charismatic because what happens sometimes for black comedians and for queer people that are mm, performing interesting yep they'll go oh you're so charismatic and you go yep. you know, that was also well written 
That, you don't yeah, have to, yeah, yeah. You yeah, don't have yeah. to like treat me like a black quarterback and be like, oh, he's such a good athlete. You can, no, right. no, no, he's good at his sure. job. That happens with queer people. <laughs> Sometimes it also happens with women. They'll be like, oh, you're so rowdy. You'll be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're just one of the, it's whenever people start going, I like her because she's not like, and they say another female comedian's yep. name. And then you're like, what are you right. doing? Oh, What's I up hate with all it. these like, loaded compliments that just tear down other people well ooh, it's, that ooh, yeah. that bowen is is sure is sassy it's like yep. no i'm writing i'm giving you like a joke on tv yeah. like, just 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 take pick up what i'm putting down it's exactly what we were saying before about people needing labels to feel comfortable or to feel smart or to feel informed on the topic it's like comedy audiences when they see a like let's just say for example a black woman on stage there is this inherent thing i think among modern comedy audiences because they haven't been given the space to to be like oh this is gonna be fun her energy is gonna be really oh, good yeah but just based because she's a black woman or like a gay comic going up on stage oh this is gonna be bitchy there's gonna be a lot of celebrities <laughs> stuff in here or like you know whatever just judging things based on whatever anyone's like identity is that takes to the stage it's like no actually there's a lot of skill that goes into this and yeah. I'm happy that you thought it was fun for whatever reason that you came into this with but i hope you leave it being like oh that comedy made me think was impressive to me in xyz not just because a gay person was up there and spoke with a loud voice and um you know shake his ass a little bit i think oh because be, which is like, what i do that's my whole thing i think no that's not what you do no, no, I, I literally will <laughs> share any song that you put out because i'm usually like this is also a very good song. This song's good gonna song. build to something. This, oh, song, thank you, baby. this song this song ain't on accident. No. Okay. Like and just, it's never on accident. I would never put out a song that was an accident. And you're never gonna see any any you're never gonna see nothing from me that's not gonna pay off. You know okay, what bitch? I still say to my boyfriend sometimes? And what this do is you because say to him? we uplift a community that has definitely been marginalized and we wanna make sure that we are celebrating and protect protecting them. Let's go trans. Trans is a thing too. <laughs> Trans like me and you. Oh, I bet you didn't know. Bet you didn't oh. know. Bet you didn't know. A lot of people oh. don't know something. A lot of people don't know. And if you don't know this reference, you can go see my. Uh, what happened was Taylor Swift leaked an album. She leaked Lover back before she changed it all out because she, we knew we got her number with the queer uh, pandering. But she there was an album that she put out called the first lover you can see that on my on my twitter <laughs> the first lover. taylor swift taylor swift lover <laughs> matt rogers google it bitch it's very very good and so in that same vein what i like to do is i like to be like a craftsman i like to like okay so like so like playwright like the end of the word right you're like in a guild you like create yeah. something so yeah. whenever yeah. i put together a joke. I want it to be structurally sound. I try to be on the right side morally. Mm -hmm. I never try to get an easy victory out of a joke. And because yeah, I have so many, blows. I just have so many places to play. I can play with queerness. I can play with fish out of water. I can play with being black. I can play with being kind of a nerd. I can play with being in a relationship. There's so mm -hmm. many elements of me that I think are incongruous and through that friction comedy is created that I just mm. continue to try to write that way. And I always go, would I be happy if this is the joke that blew up? Because you right. got to, let me tell you something. Oh. You don't get to choose which joke blows up. And when the nope. joke blows up, what happens when people share it and people, and you're like, I don't, uh-uh, I don't, 
No, no, no I don't. Yeah. That's not me. Yeah, that's yeah. so interesting. You said the context of it all and how, you know, when you're a prolific comedian and when you're someone that's been doing this for a very long time, it, sometimes it is a little weird what catches on or what you feel like mm-hmm. you have to explain and what you don't have to explain. You know uh-huh. what I mean? It's, it's, it says a lot about the way that you're received and your comedy is received. When, Consumption. when something does well and you're like, that's got to be a fluke. It's not really a fluke or else it wouldn't be shared so much. Consumption matters. People find out the hard way. People, I mean, some people had to go to Africa when they got upset with who was laughing super hard at some of their racial <laughs> material. That's all I'm saying. Consumption yeah. matters. So yeah, yeah. look who's look like who's celebrating what you're saying about marginalized groups and be like, oh, yeah, no, y'all, y'all laughing too hard for me. Yeah. I'll do well, that real about, quick. Yeah. Totally. It's about taking responsibility for the reaction you want out of an audience. And you wrote it. it You don't even get to be like, who wrote this? Mm -hmm, You mm -hmm. did. I also just really, really like the idea that like uh, as a stand up, I'm like the writer, the perform, the Mm. performer, the editor, the director uh, and like the first kind of reviewer of it, because I can go through like mm-hmm. multiple drafts of jokes or things. So Bowen, I saw you in February, and then I saw I secretly saw you in March. You uh, at Dad at Jane Hotel? And, oh like, yeah, you, you had to dip, and so like I got to close the show out, and I have jokes that I'm happy with from March because I like, wrote a bunch of new stuff. Like the stuff yeah. I do now, none of it is from the album, but like I wrote a bunch of new stuff in like December and January and February, and then like I got to see like these jokes that I was doing in March. I got to see what if they're making the cut in September, and it's, some of them uh-huh. are. Cause, cause you're just putting that care into the process early on, like from the from the beginning. Yeah, I try. You do. I mean, I mean, but Matt, you and I saw Jay at FlameCon when we mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. kind of hosted oh, that, that one year. I mm-hmm. loved that FlameCon with you. That was a fun show. That, that was, was fun. really yeah. fun. I got to do I don't think so, honey, and you picked Sailor Moon, and I said I don't think so, honey. Serena, take care of your damn cat. <laughs> I said you Luna by is, the English name. I Luna. said Luna is tired of your man. Yes, <laughs> Luna's frowning and grimacing all the damn day at you. You must have been fucking feeling yourself at FlameCon. That's oh, like it's that was that's that is fish in a barrel, but in the best way because yeah, <laughs> anything that I write where I'm like they don't want to hear ten minutes on X Men, that crowd was like yes we do. Yes, they know they do. more. Yeah, hundred percent. That 10? was so fun. That was so fun. I bought a bunch of erotic art at that. You did. You did. No, that, that crowd's great. <laughs> and that's what you uh, bought it from. He's was, was some hot stuff. Was It was the buff stuff or the Disney stuff? No, it wasn't Disney stuff. It was like it was like superhero stuff. It was like Nightwing with a huge throbbing dick. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah. What are you I saying, say that, that crowd's great because all you have to do is like mention Final Fantasy and then they like come in their pants it's great oh they will worship and and but and and it's like oh like and these are my people like i like this is like a side of me that i don't get to like sort of yeah show you know and because so much of gaming like the the rumor and the talk about gaming is this this toxic evil straight cisgender male culture Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and like you as a little kid that wanted to play with all the female characters on tekken you're like that's not me yes i don't Uh I wanted to play with Lin Xiao Yu. Like, she could do a couple backflips. It's yeah. like... I was a Yoshimitsu gay. Oh. I liked Yoshimitsu. Because oh. he can teleport and a sword? 
Nightcrawler vibes. He, he can he, he can bounce on the sword. Bounce on like the a sword. pogo stick. Also, he was he was one of the characters that like hit, like other characters had different costumes, had different clothings. Yoshimitsu had a different look. It was Form. a different era. Yes. At one point, he was a bug. He was a yeah, bug. Yeah, he, he, he just had different existences. He'd either be a bug or he'd be like an android or he'd be like a god. I mean, it was, Ryoshimitsu was the best. He's very, very queer because he was a shapeshifter in a, in a lot of ways. So very queer in that sense to me. Um, and then Han says, bouncing looked like whacking. Oh, yeah. The bouncing oh, looked like whacking. With the sword. It was a little phallic, but you know. It was, a, yeah, double grip. Double <laughs> it, was a big, grip. it was a big sword. I always enjoyed, um, whenever I was playing Super Smash Brothers, I would always enjoy playing as Zelda because she could turn into Sheik. Yes. Yes. Also queer. And this was a queer narrative, I felt, was that she sort of, the very, the feminine, masculine, the play there, um, and the sort of disappearing, um, the chest chest binding, very Mulan. You understand how how many... The entire idea of Zelda, Link and Zelda, from an aesthetic standpoint, you understand how many couples look mm. like Link and Zelda, <laughs> and they're just both non-binary couples. No, red flag they're... to me is when a couple looks like Link and Zelda. That to me is a red flag. It's a run for the hills moment. That was a good test. It's okay for them to be white. I mean, Matt, it's okay for them to be white. <laughs> no, I'm saying there shouldn't be two blondes in a relationship. That is horrifying to me. I just started watching Real Housewives of Dallas, and there's a redhead couple. They're both oh, redheads. I've never seen. No, I take. I've seen that once. I've seen that once. Dallas is wild. I'm enjoying it. Joel Joel Kim Booster. Um, is I think the only person who like stands Housewives of Dallas, but I was. I, I, do like I it. mean, I was born and raised on Atlanta. That yes, Atlanta is like it's like kind of a touchstone. I'm I kept up a little bit with Potomac. We need to talk because you just had Monique on the podcast. I did. Oh my god! I, and yeah. this is a good segue into the podcast. But I can did. you tell us what Monique Samuels was like from Real Housewives of Potomac on the Rearview? You guys are gonna lose your mind when I tell you. So calm. Yeah. So chill, very yeah. appreciative of queer fans, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. aware of queer DC, also mm-hmm. glowing, like yeah. I, just it's glowing. So beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful woman. Told us the story about T'Challa escaping and coming <laughs> back and how T'Challa... Someone the bird saw. got away and came the back. The bird got away. But I thought but the bird died. No. No. No, he came Someone back. Someone okay. saw the bird. And then she said T'Challa came back to her. And like wow. then she got to hug him. And <gasps> he doesn't like to be hugged. But she... So the reason she was on the podcast was because she's an important... She's an important... Uh, she's an important character or person on the Real Housewives of Potomac, but also she was getting in front of what we kind of hinted at being a villain edit. But yeah, I haven't watched the latest episode. And someone said something happens that may make me think it's not a villain edit because if they have the footage, they can't, it can only, they can only show you doing what show you did. what they have, exactly. So I have watched the episode from this week. Did you watch it, Bowen, last night? I did, I'm one behind, so I didn't watch it. All the, right, the, so the suffice time. it to say that, and I, you're, I'm speaking as someone who's like pretty Team Monique. Mm-hmm. I'm last, Team Monique. Last night, I, I don't, it was I, a little I don't bit love like, Candace at all. Yeah, I, here's the thing. I think Candace is an amazing housewife. Mm-hmm. I just feel like, 
it, it's like there, she is the aggressor in so many situations like yeah. that it's hard to point the finger at anyone else. However, she is so much fucking fun. And something happened last night where I'm like, oh, Monique is <sighs> the definition of bothered, actually. She's not unbothered what? at all. Oh. But she there's something something is under her skin but monique can be bought we're, like, we're, we can give her permission to be bothered the candace is yes, like coming but at i'm her. just saying if someone ultimately someone on this season is going to pop off and it's going to become physical and oh it's hinting that monique to me is going to be the one that is loses one. it but yeah. i'm also very aware of the fact that and i said this to patrick because patrick rogers who's one of the co-hosts of the rear view my no good relation. sister no, no, no relation, relation, only in house, my heart. House of Rogers. However, though. we are the house. And um, I said, because he doesn't really watch Potomac or Housewives, and I said, here's what you need to know. She's getting a villain edit, and you need to find out how she's feeling about it because it's unfolding before our eyes. And yeah. I said, that must feel so crazy to watch yourself get the villain edit. Like, we've had some reality As show contestants happening. on the show before, and I ask about what it's like to get a specific kind of edit. Well, we've never had someone on that specifically gotten a villain edit. So I wanted to know, like, did she have anything to say about that? So Candace the season before you remember when she was pregnant she's like i'll drag you pregnant yeah and i'll all. drag you pregnant mm-hmm. all, so mm-hmm. that yeah. moment kind of said okay monique yeah. can get aggressive but she doesn't have to be and then she said look at the way candace has been acting early in this season so she pointed at like the kind of like how she treats ashley she pointed mm-hmm. at the fact that like she always seems to be in the middle of a little bit of mess. She pointed yeah. the relationship with her mother. So there are yeah, a number of like receipts that she had that made me go, okay, so you've definitely, you're making your case. And Candace also just, I she likes the way that she's being perceived on yeah. the show. You yes. know what I mean? She's very comfortable with her position, with, yeah. her, with her station, yeah. And like those kind of like, those titles flip flop a lot. Like if you would at at one point, I was like, "Oh yeah, I love Phaedra," and then there was one season where I was like, "Phaedra <laughs> is evil." Yeah, like, Phaedra <laughs> literally is the evil. Ba- like like the worst kind of person. And but, even said, "Well, now I'm the doggone villain." And so there are <laughs> there are moments where it can shift, and I'll have to see. It's just like Real Housewives is one of those things where I go, "Wow, this is really." interesting to watch and thank goodness i'm not a part of it (laughs) yeah right oh no i I think it's so i i think it's so interesting to watch the social dynamics in all these different like locales play out so differently too you know what i mean it's just so interesting like i'm so excited for salt lake and we we talked about how we wanted a trailer last week and the trailer came out and i'm really surprised by what it looks like me too i it looks much more interesting than i thought it would be I was interested in Salt Lake when I found out about the the grandmother's ex-husband. Girl, yes. this is the craziest shit it's I've so ever crazy. heard. I was like, and then for it to be like a black girl, I was like, we are acting. Miss Mary up. Crosby, welcome. Welcome to the consciousness. I was like, whoa, and whoa, whoa, whoa. Mary. And then she she used to be Pentecostal or, or something. It's like or? the church. Yeah, the, she was like a first lady or something. Of this of some mega church. Yeah, that, that the grandmother's that, that her step grandfather owned like like was that head of like we had it's, it's it's perfect it's so uh, what would it take for you to marry a, a member nothing. of your own family what, no what would it what would it take for your grandmother to die and for your reaction to be 
Mm, I gotta get my I gotta get my grandmother's husband's dick. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. Refreshing bubbles, colorful bottles, and playful smiles galore. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible, and with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. Each sip adds a burst of fun to your day. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on all my favorite shows with. Yes, baby girl. And the resealable bottles makes them easy to take them on the go. Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, too, keeping us feeling great all day long. Hey, try new Bubbly Burst. Snag a job is where America goes to hire with the deepest talent pool in hourly hiring. With access to over 6 million active hourly workers, Snagajob is the all-in-one solution for hiring high-quality employees who can cover all your needs. On-demand, temp to hire, part-time or full-time. You name the position. Warehouse worker, retail associate, grocery store clerk, fitness trainer, baker, stylist, bellhop, podcast producer. Yeah, Snagajob's got a worker for that. With our easy-to-use platform, you're able to seamlessly post and fill available positions quickly with a dedicated customer support team to provide all the help you need along the way. Kind of nice knowing you have a talent pool like that in your own backyard, right? Snagajob is the partner you need to keep your business running smoothly. So visit snagajob.com or text snag to 242424 to talk to an expert. Snagajob.com, where America goes to hire. Hacks is back for season three, and so is the official Hacks podcast. In each episode, Hacks creators Lucia and Yellow, Paul W. Downs, and Jen Stadsky speak with cast and crew members to unpack the Emmy-winning comedy series. You'll hear Hannah Einbinder and Gene Smart speak to their on-screen dynamic, along with Hacks writer and actor Pat Regan, on how their improv experience helped them when shooting scenes and what it was like writing scripts for specific actors. You'll also hear from crew members like the costume designers on what it was like creating the world that Deborah and Ava inhabit. Hear stories from the show's writer's room, on-set antics, and more. Watch Hacks streaming exclusively on Max and listen to the official Hacks podcast on Max or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Matt Rogers from Las Culturistas. And I'm Bowen Yang. Did you know small businesses make up 99.9% of all businesses in the U.S.? The world is powered by entrepreneurs. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business Small Business Success Stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia, and Intuit QuickBooks. In every episode, hosts Austin Hankwitz and Janice Torres talk to entrepreneurs about how they've grown from the lessons of launching and nurturing a small business and how they have found success being their own boss. From the excitement of first starting out to finding the right tools and resources to process invoices and payments like QuickBooks Money, you won't want to miss these inspiring stories of entrepreneurship and discovering ways to business differently so you can too. And if you're a small business owner or even someone dreaming of starting your own business, then you'll want to check out season two of Mind the Business, small business success stories from Ruby Studio, from iHeartMedia and Intuit QuickBooks. Natalie Walker talks about how every Housewives franchise is a different like Shakespeare play, and it's like yeah, yeah like this it 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 is Shakespeare in the way that these things play out, where like people come in like sane and then completely unravel, or it's like you know, <laughs> uh, all... uh, yeah. But it's also just a very look. Uh, we're gonna look back on this and be like, oh my gosh, we yeah. just like 
looked at these things and we said, keep going. And in some aspects, I know. It's it was not end some, well. And in some aspects, I love it. And in some aspects, I'm like, well, you know what? I can't fix it. I, I can't fix it. I'm yeah. here in New York. I actually have a, I have a different take on this. I disagree that it's like a bad thing. Like I, oh, I think a lot bad. of people. A lot, no, no, I'm not saying you guys are saying that. But like I think like there's a public sort of like um, popular notion about the housewives or the Real Housewives that it's like the trash, even worse than Kardashians, etc. Like like it's just women, desperate women who like ha- have like alcohol problems or whatever problems in their life, like fighting each other. It's bad for women, etc. I think that's like. Something you hear about it a lot before you start yeah, watching it. Yeah, I disagree. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, I actually think w- the way it's helped me is I'm actually not afraid of conflict at all now. Oh, because no, I'm not even kidding you. I admire the way, and this is because they say a lot of the shit that they talk on camera, so they have to deal with it. But I admire the way they'll turn to someone and say, even if it doesn't always go great or they don't say it correctly. I like when people say. I feel this way about a particular thing. This is why, and this is why I'm talking to you about it. I mm-hmm, admire mm-hmm. that because I think that so much like in interpersonal relationships, like if you are a people pleaser or if you are someone who like, you know, wants everyone to be happy all the time, or you're someone that just isn't comfortable expressing yourself. It's something aspirational about being like, no, you know what? These are my emotions. I'm going to take up space with it because it's important and you can deal with it the way you're going to deal with it. And at the very least, it shows a what not to do about how to, <laughs> how to, sure, how to resolve. Sure, conflict. You know what sure. I mean? I, you know what, Matt? I agree. I think there are definitely moments where in real life, you should be able to say, you know what? Screw the niceties. This Mm -hmm. is what you did that was inappropriate to our group of friends. Own up to this publicly. And I have to say it this loud so you know that we all mean it. Yeah. That's great. Gay people might, gay people need to do that more. If, okay. If I agree. Yeah. If your gay friend is being problematic, if your gay friend is trafficking in misogyny, if your gay friend is trafficking in like transphobia, racism, mm-hmm. like respectability mm-hmm. politics, I would even say being a centrist right now. If yep. you have gay I, friends oh, like that, yes. be like, hey, I don't know if anyone has told you, but I'm here to tell you, cut that shit out right mm-hmm. now. I have a few things to add. Um, it's so interesting that you say that, Jay, because I have this. This is kind of maybe gross to admit, but I've had, I've had fantasies of housewives esque confrontations that I initiate with friends who are, are who have transgressed for those those exact in those exact ways that you just listed, Jay. And I'm just like, I want to just be like, hey, cut that out, and like you and mm-hmm. I actually don't share the same values, and you should stop this. And I'm actually not interested in being your friend. Which I don't know if that's like housewives, but it's just like I see that as the as, I see that as the presentational sort of like style in my own mind. Whatever. Two, I, I, the, the reason I say it won't end well is just because I feel like with certain housewives, it's like with the Luans oh, yeah. and with the like certain there are certain case studies where um, it's just it's just a little dark. But overall, yeah. I feel like the the value of, the, of this of this whole sort of series and these franchises is that it demystifies wealth for me. It's like, Ooh. oh, these people don't lack anything or they, I'm not lacking anything that these people have. You, if, if that That's makes interesting. Sense, right? Yeah. Yeah, totally. It, and like also, they're living relatively normal lives. To it me. also helps to create 
and this seems selfish as people who work in entertainment, it creates camp without mm. even knowing it. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It, you go because th- they're dead serious and commitment to that is absurd when refracted yes. back through a certain lens. You go, oh, my good. You believe this? I love her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yep. I laugh out loud all the time watching it because of throwaway lines. Like when people don't realize, like when Candace said last year, I invited her to my home. I gave her a beverage. <laughs> I was like, that's that's genius to me. And also when they keep showing that she got on Twitter and said in all caps, where is your income, Roach? I mean, that to me, it's, she's one of a kind. And ultimately, it's like, it, ultimately, Candace is the reason for this for the season. Uh, well, and she is the reason for all the problems. And what it's going to come down to is how much can Monique take? Matt makes fun of me for Twitter. And I feel like sometimes I get into Candace territory because I will act up on Twitter. Not no, I, I love it's it the though. Only, it's the only place to act. Out. I don't know if I've ever called anyone a roach, but I, like today, <laughs> Herschel Walker's son said some stupid conservative bullshit, and I like really? I had to light his he's he's little he's little queer uh, biracial kid, so I had to be like, this ain't girl, don't ever. Do well, this you posted again. a Twitter poll today. Should I act up or should I act all the way up? And, and I was like, what? you should act all the way up. People wanted me to <laughs> act what did you all expect? the way up. What did you expect? People wanted me to act. And because, like, it's fun. I'm not doing anything dangerous. No, yeah. just exactly. some innocent typing. What can you do in 240 <laughs> or less? What damage could you do really? 280. I'm just, you know. 280. I'm, I'm 280. 280. I'm you're sorry. Gonna, you're going to see the outline of some things. That's it. Yeah, I'm, I mean, my fire away. Jay, oh, wow. And Dirty Jay's traps. hitting that, that, that plus button on the tweet. He's adding to the thread. Oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe you're not. Sometimes I've done that. If it's like, if it's like something I'm like really passionate about, like I would have done it about Versus. I would have done it about Mariah Carey or the Mm -hmm. X-Men. I would do it if someone had something negative to say about one of y'all. I'd be like, hold on. Really? And And know that I would do the same for you. I would do the same for you. Because here's something crazy that people don't know. Now... And I never want to be the person who pulls up a ladder behind them. But now a lot of people see what folks do and see what Uh folks did and think it's easy. And I have to say, it ain't. Don't get don't get on don't get on Twitter and get your 13,000 followers real quick because because you're white and have a symmetrical face and then think that you're in the talks for things. Some of these kids, some of these kids are like two years into doing comedy and think, where's, where are my gifts? Where are my treats? It's like, babe. And I'm got, asking, babe, got, where are your jokes? Where are your credits? That's what okay. I Okay, okay. That it, yes. it is, it, I honestly think that, I think social media makes everything look easier than it is. Yeah. And, yes. and that's just really that. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. just. But I mean, but, there, but there's a new phenomenon of, and, and and Matt and I've talked about this. I've talked. Well, I talk about this with Josh Harper and Aaron Jackson all the time. There's this thing of like, of like a of like thinking that you are on a certain track to get things. When it's like, no, like look at the people like the Jeff Hillers, the Darcy Cardens, the people who have like mm. stuck with it for so long, and now they're blowing the fuck up because they like invested in community in a community. They invested in their like fundamental career things. And first. you I like. Don't know. 
you don't talk enough about like I okay, so I come from a theatrical background. I have like a BFA and an MFA. So I did all of that before I even got yeah. to New York. Yeah, like yeah, there yeah. was no part of me that was like, oh, I had a theatrical agent that couldn't do shit for me. I had to drop mm-hmm. them. I moved here in 2015. There mm-hmm. was a time where my friend who ended up being like Hamilton Amber, Michael Lawaye, I was going to train clients and he was coming from a catering gig. And I was like, man, Michael should be catering. This dude is so talented. Uh-huh, uh-huh, like moments uh-huh. like that. That's what I remember. It's never well, like what everyone needs to know. What everyone needs to know is that the most talented people are catering. You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. None. Oh, like, yeah. like it is a lot of hard work, which has nothing to do with their like worth as a person. Yeah. No, not at all. I'm just saying, like, w- ultimately, like, quote unquote, success or like whatever. I do feel like it is a lot of luck. It's also hard work. It's also talent. But it is yeah. a combination of those three things. And you can be unlucky. You can be so good and nothing happen. You can be garbage and everything happen. <laughs> Like, but if you have, but you definitely need to work hard and you definitely need to be talented. So if you're not those two, if you're not hardworking or you're not talented, work hard, work hard. That's like in comedy for me. That's the one thing I always tell people. I say I, I'll be like repetition. Yeah, like, very get better at the thing you're trying yes. to get good at. Mm-hmm. Jay makes it about the work. Oh, yeah, and that's what we love. Yeah. Totally. And I just wanted to ask before we go on to I Don't Think So Honey, like, wh- what have you been loving doing the rear view? You have such a fun oh, panel. I, That's great. So, blessing me with my good Christian auntie, Monique. Yes, Monique Hart is on <laughs> Monique the panel. Monique Hart. Hart. Brown cow stunning the house down. She, Monique plays with her voice, too, in a way that I don't think I enough, I don't think enough people play with Uh their voice with the vocals oh (laughs) she's so fun and her heart is so big and she cares about so many people and chester is such a reliable activist and so funny and so self-deprecating yeah and so like cool just so like like, what's going on there like what what is that like factor i don't know yeah it, it, it it's coolness but it's also like Chester is there before other people. I talked about how much I liked uh, Rina Sawayama, and Chester was like, "Oh, you mean my, <gasps> my friend?" And I was like, "Of course, ah. he's friends with Rina." I was yeah, like, first Rina. of all, uh, well, we could talk about Sawayama, the album later, because it's oh, so very good. good, very good. I did a thread about that, and Patrick is so funny, but also so good at reining us in, but also like a little mischievous. Oh, oh yeah. house? Yeah, I mean, there's, Patrick, there's stories untold. I mean, Patrick we're going to have Patrick on the podcast and someday. And we don't even know. You have no idea. <laughs> Patrick Patrick Rogers, if you if you are with him, he gives you like camp counselor crush vibes. You're like, oh, what? who is that guy? And six then, three. Like, six well, he, three. Jay just found out that Patrick I is just six three. found out. Oh, because you haven't, you haven't met, you haven't like, I, been in the same place as I him. I thought oh he was God. like a little five, six otter. I no, was ready. No. Oh I was ready God. to put my hand around his waist. And now he be, he going to put his hand around my waist. Like, I he just, sure is. <laughs> When I did, I you did. We Patrick. did. My God! Yeah. Oh my goodness! He is a he is a good energy and great and energy. Lovely. And, lovely, and always ready to be like, let's talk about the important thing, and then balance it out with something yes. that's not important. You at need all. a moderator if you're going to be a gay view. Great. 
then yes. you better have a moderator. And also, it's his, I, his baby. Yeah. And yes. Matt, I do have to tip my hat to you and Joel Kim Booster for like putting my name in the running for that spot that I got. So thank well, it's you. because baby, Aww. I mean, I know, I, I, you know, I know what's up, and yeah. you, know, you know that I know. I just, I'm such a fan. I know of yours. that you know that I know that you know. And you that's know. and that's and, and that's what go. we know. Um, <laughs> we see of, each other. So we see each other. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of uh, things we know. We're going to do I Don't Think So, Honey, in which we know something and hate it. And okay. then rant for one minute about it. Um, yes. So this is I Don't Think So, Honey. It's 60 seconds. It's a segment. We've done it on every single episode. Gosh, damn. Bowen, we've done hundreds of these motherfuckers. We've done a lot of them. We've done many I Don't Think So, Honeys. And we're going to keep doing them. Uh, whether or not the listener enjoys them. So, Matt, do you have and there's I have titters, a there's titters about maybe like a live event. There, I mean, there. I guess there are, but we haven't really checked in on this <laughs> recently. But yeah, that was me taking Bowen's temperature. Bowen's about to head dive <laughs> face and ass first into SNL, and I'm like, "Let's do a live show on Zoom." And he's like, "Get out of my face!" <laughs> Who knows? I'm, I'm, he's I going back to I, war <laughs> in October. I'm excited. It's yeah, it's gonna be fun. The tea is last night. I hung out with um Sudi and Heidi and Ego, and I was just telling them I was like, I'm expecting. Uh, my anticipation is that I might not be in these because they're just they're keeping them very sort of, you know, lean. That's all. I, that's all I'll say for now. But it's okay. like um, I'm just I'm just like I'm not gonna like set myself. Up up for any sort of crazy lofty expectation well anyway, i would say this, this. this is all to say i might we, not I, know, I might not be that busy so we could just do a live i don't think so. well so you for say, a featured then, play, for a featured player we have had been graced with many bowen yang appearances oh. and we will look forward to whatever we can get out of these five before the damn election and then who and then, the fuck knows we'll what's what going to happen? Okay. Um, who, but who in knows? the meantime, uh, I would like to do my I Don't Think So, Honey. Okay. So this is Matt Rogers' I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. I Don't Think So, Honey, the feeling of and wording of swamp ass. Okay, so oh, let's yeah. talk about uh. the words. Swamp ass. Okay, so this is a swamp. This is a marshy area with gators, and it's hot and muggy. And then we have the word ass, which is your world, what happens in your pants. These two things should not be in the same sentence, although we find mm-hmm. them in the same sentence many, many times, mostly used by straight male teens when they discover that this word swamp ass and they associate the feeling with the uh, with the words they want to use it a lot and it's become part of the culture i don't like it i don't think so honey let's talk about how it feels to have swamp ass disgusting um it feels like a swamp in your hole or as i call it your world and even if you have a little bit of hair down there you know it gets all the worse and then you think it's going to get better if you shave it no it gets sweatier actually so having a bare hole actually is an even worse thing also when you fart it makes a sound when it's bare down there Swamp ass, I don't think so. I just want a clean, pure ass. And that's one minute. What would you call it instead? Instead of swamp ass? Yeah, are you? You're saying, but because because you're saying, I don't think so. Any the feeling of and the wording of like of just swamp ass. It, it as an entire idea, I don't like. I would say that the fact that it's called swamp ass like is almost too accurate for what it is down there. That I hate Get- it. Get up here for men. They do like the, the 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 ass scrubs. They do like the ass lotion. It keeps you nice. There's like ass deodorant. It keeps you nice down there. I okay. am uh, going okay. to say that there are gonna. I'm not one of them, but there are gonna be some kinksters that are readers that will be like Matt. <laughs> 
I like it. <laughs> you, that, that, that they do like it? I actually yeah, it's going to be I, some folks that are like, when I go back to the Eagle, yeah. I'm going to have it. Yep. Yes. So I was, this was years ago. I was going to go hook up with a guy and I had just, I had just discovered getting my ass eaten. I'll never forget where I was. I was in college. Wow. I was in where college. Were you? I, I was in college Where were you in my when Michael dorm? Jackson died. When were you when your ass <laughs> The got way you your eyes rolled back right then, though, Matt. <laughs> Girl, I love it. It's basically like it's the first time that it ever happened, and I just didn't know it could feel like that. And I was just like, oh my God. So then there was this other guy I was talking to in college years ago, and he was trying, he was, he, we were gonna fuck. And I was sort of saying I liked my ass eating now, and he's like, I love it. Don't shower. And I was like, huh. Oh, my God. Because that, to me, and now as, a, as like an ass eater, I think that everyone's got a shower. Yeah. And it's yeah, interesting you bring up the scrubs. The- I encountered someone who had used the chocolate scrub on their hole recently. <laughs> wow. And it the didn't taste like chocolate, chocolate to me. I guess. It didn't taste like chocolate to me, which that, as I was eating it, I'm like, do you want an ass that tastes like chocolate? But oh. then I was like... Because <laughs> sometimes it's brown. I don't know. It got oh, a little heady brown. for me when it came to chocolate <laughs> ass scrub. Oh my gosh. You don't want to serve dinner off no dirty plates, right? That's, that's, that's true. I mean, for me, it's like if I'm going to be doing the digging... Let's clear out some. <laughs> Let's make it a good atmosphere. Oh yeah! All right, yeah. Wow, very good. Bad but, but the guy with I'm your Lida, fill yeah, in by yeah. the Mida. Somebody point me to the best ass Ida. That's yes. Nikki. That's Nikki. Um, but what were you to say? Sorry. Basically, what I was saying was this did happen to me in college where someone was like, "Amazing, you don't like your shower, ass eating, don't shower." I, he was, don't and he was shower. like, "I." He was like, "I like men," and put men all in caps. And I was like, "Oh, okay, what does that so mean? You, okay, all right, I, the, hold the, on, the, that's the, getting a little." Well, the person like, was just twenty years old. It's just one of me. <laughs> it's I, not. Think, I think what he was saying was he wanted like nasty, sweaty. And he equated that with manhood. It uh, was yeah, yeah. it was the year two thousand nine, Bowen Yang. I, I I was enlightened enough back then to not. You know who that was? That well, was I didn't. Like, I wasn't hooking up with this guy because he was smart. That was on some Vicky Valley Court from the Waterboy shit. Like when she tells Bobby's mom, men are supposed to have stinky feet. Like ah! <laughs> it was like on that. So you know, I mean, we, I don't kink shame, but everyone like just do whatever oh, your we're partner, not, yeah, we're, whatever yes. your partner. No, not prefers. not not kink shaming at all. Just saying it's you know, to each their own. <laughs> wow. Wow. Um, so, you know, traditionally, after I go, Bon Yang will go. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if he's feeling giggly and groggy enough to I, go. I am feeling giggly and groggy enough. We'll see how this goes. <laughs> okay. Well, this is Bon Yang's I Don't Think So, Honey. And his time starts now. I Don't Think So, Honey, Spackling, a.k.a. Wall Patch, a.k.a. Mm-hmm. Ceiling Patch, Vinyl Spackling. Why you look like ice cream? Why you look like Froyo? And why are you coming in a damn cup at the hardware store? Ooh. Don't package this like food when it's not supposed to be food. And then I'm scraping it out with a putty knife, and it looks like the consistency of a nice, beautiful treat that I would eat on a summer's day. So oh! w- Spackling, you gotta, you gotta get new drafts. Go and you gotta get pick a new look because it's not working because you might poison a child someday soon. I'm sure you already have Oops. spackling. I don't like this this cup nonsense. Go into a tube like you where you belong. Go into a big old bucket. Seconds. 
but not not ice cream, not not a Briars thing. You, get, you go into a big bucket. You, you gotta signal the fact that you're not food because too much of you is food like. Mm-hmm. And spackling, I I have your number, and I am going to stop at nothing to make sure you belong in a tube that you end up in a tube. And that's one minute. And thank you for speaking out. For it's a safety hazard. It's a that safety the hazard. The spackling looks like ice cream. Any child or dumb adult could walk over and eat that. I was I was I was filling some nail holes today in the wall, and I thought I was as I was doing. It, I was like, this looks yummy. Could have eaten it right away. And, and for and Bo and Yang to almost eat the spackling, you have a huge it's, problem. Yes. An installation. Installation. Yeah, insulation also, looks like cotton candy. In, yeah. Insulation looks like cotton candy. Yep, yep. And, and you even know, Bo and Yang is going to eat insulation. This is crazy to have one of the smartest young people in America, yum, Bo and Yang, yum. and he's got so much talent and so and much talented. intelligence and so much promise yet to come, and still you have him eating the spackling, eating the insulation, almost the eating asbestos. The spackling. He eats it, cut asbestos. down in his prime. Because <laughs> of the temptation that is spackling, they said it no one's broken good. out like they said no one's broken out like this since Kate McKinnon. He ate spackling and spackling died. And died. Oh, he died. My we're cutting. That. No, we're and not. That, and it wasn't <laughs> even on like it. it wasn't even on like the bet list of the ways he would die. No, everyone no. said meth overdose. Everyone said <laughs> yes. you know. I, I don't even want to make this about me, but if we have these teens eating the Tide Pods, if we have these kids eating the Tide Pods, who knows what they'll do when they come across spackling uh, in the I'm garage. Just saying, it's COVID. Bowen Yang is, you know, he's stressed. Almost he's looking at the spackling. spackling. He's thinking, oh, should I eat this? This is a cry for help on the podcast yeah. Lost Colch. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's that's my truth. Um, I thought it was amazing. Thank you. I thought it was amazing. Thank you very uh, much. Um, <laughs> it's time for Jay Jordan's okay. truth, and I don't think so, honey. And he's an expert at the form. All right, very he's good. done very well at the Bellhouse um, and at FlameCon. FlameCon yes. and the and the and the Midtown Hilton. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> or no, Marriott. Let's, no, Marriott. Sheraton, Marriott. I think. Sheraton, yes. They thank of you. Of course. Sheraton. This is Jay Jordan's I Don't Think So, Honey. His time starts now. Okay. I don't think so, honey. Straight white men thinking the X-Men are for you. They are not. Oh, my God. They are not for you. They are queer. They are outcasts. They are women. They are the other. They are a marginalized group. Their powers manifested puberty. What did you manifest at puberty besides crusty socks? Come on. It's not about you, straight white men. You like Wolverine? Too bad. You're 5'3". Get over. It. You can go like the Punisher, like someone else. You don't <laughs> get to like seconds. mutants. First thing, <laughs> mutants were created by Stan Lee and Jack Kirby. Now, a lot of straight people go, oh, two straight people created them, so they're for straight people. No, but guess what? Straight people also create gay people. So they did it. <laughs> wow. The X-Men are for us and by us. They, right now, they live on Krakoa, a mutant island co-op where they all live together harmoniously. And villains live there, too, because guess what? These people Five were seconds, only seconds. villains in the eyes of normal people I can aka yes. straight people and non-mutants so the X-Men are not for you straight white men but you can enjoy it I guess be an ally yeah that's one minute thank wow. you very much you know breaking news to everyone who loves Wolverine you know who's Wolverine Hugh Jackman who is tap dancing and winning Tony Awards Matt. and belting his it goes crazy right now Wolverine in the comic books is in a polyamorous thruple with Scott Summers and Jean Grey and they have oh, adjoining wow. rooms. 
What? So Scott is fucking, is Logan, Logan and Scott are fucking, we think? Yes. It's heavily implied by Jonathan Hickman that the X-Men, particularly Wolverine, Cyclops, and Jean, have a polyamorous triad going on right now. I get it. And- and this is this is the beauty of queerness. It solves the problem of that love triangle like that, and all of a sudden they're all having sex. It's yes. perfect. Yes. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. So this is deal amazing. with it. Straight dudes who are like, no, no, there's not. We, I, I think we can give straight people Spider. We can give straight dudes Spider Man. Yeah, y'all can have Spider Man. Y'all can have. I, I love Spider Man. I love Spider Man too. I don't like giving it up to them, but I get it. I, I think I think I'm okay with giving giving it to I them mean, because no I'll get, tell you what you know have, you know who's exclusively know for straight people for this though because Spider Man might be bad too but I didn't say it but you know okay. I've heard okay. this but you know who's exclusively for straight people the Hulk yes yes I, yeah. you guys I, I'm feeling <laughs> I'm feeling some emotion so I become a monster get out of bat, here bat, Batman this Batman drama. Is, is for the straights I think. <laughs> Yeah, 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 straight people, you can have Batman. There's so many people that you can have. It's just, oh, I want to let you know that the X-Men, while you can help uplift their and affirm their message, they are queer and for queer people. When Batman tried to be queer Schumacher? in the movies, when, when Schumacher tried to make them gay, the straights revolted and, and, and wouldn't have it. So, Which I mean, is we a lost, shame. We, it's such a shame, but we, I think we, we lost that war ultimately um so i can give batman to them but we, yeah we, but the, we we keep x-men but the images live on with us because when gay people lose yes. we still will drag something from that defeat if we lose we'll go i'm taking this if you, you keep me out of this bar That's i'm beautiful. taking my drink with me yes. on the street I love we that. lost nothing with Batman Forever and Batman and Robin. We, we got nipples. So Nipple much. suits. We gained so much. We gained ass shots. Uma, all those ass shots. We gained Nicole Ker- Nicole. I almost said Nicole Kerman. Nicole <laughs> Kidman with that Veronica Lake haircut as Dr. Chase Meridian. We got Uma Thurman as Poison Ivy. Ugh. Come on. Come on. Let's we go. got, we got mindless- Vivica Fox. <laughs> True. We got a mindless grunting Bane. And we all, we've all tipped that go-go boy. Honey, let me tell you something. <laughs> Give me that mindless uh, grunting Bane. The no, second Bane like started Bane. talking in Dark Knight Rises, I was like, get me out of here. Get me out of here. I take Dark Knight Rises Bane over over um, Poison Ivy Bane. I don't. You like have that a one. freakish disposition. The <laughs> vascularity on that Bane was too much. I did it not like the blood vessels. On. It was It was silly to the, it was goof. That's the thing about the film. You're like, that's it was <laughs> actually yes, yes. Bane had too many blood vessels. That's my that's my note. That was a bridge too far for Bo. Poca- Pocahontas had too many animal sidekicks, and Batman and Robin had oh. Bane had too many veins. Oh my god, what are you gonna say next week to complete this trilogy? Wow. We're gonna, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> We're gonna have to see. Radcliffe as a queer. I saw something about that this week. Radcliffe is Governor queer? Radcliffe. As a queer oh, girl. Oh, 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 yeah. With the cape. Whenever he has the song, the cape. Oh, gives when it he's away. singing the Savages Savages song, he's being very gay. And there's a song that he has like a solo before that, which is one of the gayest things you've ever seen. Dig, in the dig, way it ends. Gold. The gold dig, song. dig, dig, dig. <laughs> yeah, bro, yeah, dig, dig someone's back with, out. With Percy, with his little twink. Percy, you know, that was the oh, twink. Percy sure, was the per- pug. Percy was so the... whoever his assistant was. Well, Christian, whoever Christian Bale plays in that movie, that Christian Bale. Oh, no, no, no. You're talking about John Roth? You're talking about Roth? 
No, no, hon. I'm talking about wait. Is Christian that John Bale? Christian, no, Christian Bale was um the the Thomas. guy who shoots Cocoa. Thomas. Thomas. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Well, Thomas. whoever the twink, like like Radcliffe the in twink, that movie, the, twink, the, the twink who groomed the pug. Person. Him. Yes. Yes. Him. Thomas I don't, was a different kind of gay. Yeah, different kind of gay. But I reject. I don't. I. I don't want th- this. The 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 colonialism dude to be ours, though. I don't like. That. Oh, yeah, no, but I don't. It, it, that wasn't when it was a good. Fi- that th- <laughs> so so basically like in no the, in no this, no I know because Jafar was very gay and Jafar like you can't really there's no flies on Jafar. Jafar is like no wonderful. flies on Jafar. <laughs> Jafar has snakes all around him. He's very evil and was gonna kill her in sand. Never no. forget that. One. <laughs> and we know from last week that Matt hates sand matt hates sand get it, iconic sand. culture jasmine in the hourglass you cannot deny i mean Ooh, yes iconic but but did, let's not forget like you know if you if you appreciated all that just know there was a woman suffering okay and she almost dr- suffocated in the sand <laughs> what's the, okay so my favorite part of aladdin <laughs> is Bowen. whenever whenever right. the sultan almost gets hypnotized and jafar is like the princess will marry me and the reason that the sultan breaks the power of the staff is, is that he goes but you're so old oh <laughs> and Very jafar fun. gets upset about it it's so yes. funny how it's just so it's the, the joke has been made so many times but it is so funny that every disney villain is gay it's oh, so Lord. crazy. It's like, how do we make this like unusual and offbeat? And it's the '90s or the '80s, whenever. Like, how do we do it? You gotta make him a homosexual. Ugh. It started with Ursula. Yes, it did. But Ursula, I went. I because okay. So does this so last start week, earlier with the rescuers? Oh, was there a gay? Was there a gay there character two, in the rescuers? Well, there's that. How there was a really, really, really good article where people collected people's takes on this kind of like trope that everyone's aware of now uh-huh, and uh-huh, uh-huh. these named characters i didn't even think about like the great mouse detective antagonist the woman yeah. the evil oh. like medusa in the rescuers i want to say uh-huh, the uh-huh, lady uh-huh. in the red dress so they're like it wasn't just uh cisgender and queer men it was like just queer as outliers of like the yes. heteronormative path that the character that the heroes would take. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Yeah. The first person that I ever saw make this um uh observation and then like do stand up about it was shout out James Adomian has the funniest so run on riff on this. Like he he goes for like so long on like how Ursula is like that old dyke behind the bar that's like, yeah, we're closed, but you can have another drink. You know what I mean? Like she's just so that woman. That's like well, that's like ripped from a, a Domian bit. It's mm-hmm. also like a weird, like even like her body is different than other people's. Like she's she has overtly like, sexual. Yeah. Oh, tentacle but, porn. Yes. Yeah, but she's also masculine. It, I mean, it's, yes. it's it's amazing. But Pat Carroll doing um just the mm. first time you see Ursula, she goes um. Oh no no no! The second time you see Ursula, like, uh, and the girl's in love with the prince, and then like in the in the lower register, Daddy will love that. <laughs> <And> like, <laughs> so gay. Oh, and like, like they're yeah. even like from a lighting standpoint, they play with like, oh yeah, Flossum and Jessica so too, as like two gay attendants. And I, I mean, I'm gonna mm-hmm. tell you right now, any regional production I've ever seen of the Little Mermaid, minus the Heelys, I ain't seen a straight Flossum and Jessica yet. 
Hello, that's why we were campaigning. We it was Girl, a, it was sorry. it was it was Hollywood news. We were com- campaigning <laughs> to be in the movie. It was Hollywood news. It was all the trades. You guys should watch um Howard, the documentary on Howard Ashman on Disney. Howard Plus. Ashman, I, I do want yeah. to see that. It's good. They kind of erase a lot of the. They don't erase the gay stuff, but they sort of like they 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 kind of make it seem like he never politicized his work. He never made his work personal. But it's like that's not true. Like don't mm. like sideline the gay thing. Immediately. It's it's the way that like in Bohemian Rhapsody that they, they kind of like oh kind of put the thing on the margin that he's gay like completely. Right. So you that's get, the only you like, get note HIV I have. from like looking at a male yeah. fan. And they're yeah, like, that's exactly. it. Yeah, he saw one man in leather, and then all of a sudden his life was over. Right, um, right. But it's very but good. Anyway. Anyway, um, wow. This app. Wonderful episode. What a wonderful app with a I wonderful was so, fucking guest. I was so guest. happy to be here. You to make my day. You make me so happy. Oh. Trailblazers. People. Oh, no, no, okay, no. I don't know if you guys Come know on. this, but people... In in whatever comedy high school we're in, people are like, but so like, how do we how do we like pull off a senior prank like they pulled off one? Yeah. Like it's like a very it's a senior prank. People are That's very nice. aware of your legacy and your continued support of queer comedians and queer people who are stand up uh, adjacent. I have like a weird. I'm such a bad queer person sometimes because I'm always like, oh yeah, I need to make sure that I'm like shouting my family out. So I'm always Mm -hmm. like, okay, well this person is so good. So like sometimes I try to do that, but I have to give you guys those flowers, but you guys are so good. So good. I'm so happy to be here. That's very sweet. That's very sweet, Jay. Makes me so happy to hear you say that. Um, We are the biggest fans. Oh, and we love you so much. Everyone should be listening to the rear view too, because those are a bunch of good Judy's. Yes. And we love the show and I just love the pacing of the show. I think it's such a fun, great idea, and it's just it's great. And so it's um, perfect. And you if you like to. if you like me, you can buy my album. I had an album come out in April and it was Say fun. the name. Yes. It's, it's Jay Jordan, y'all. That's come on. the album. Yes. And it it topped it topped it topped the charts. Yeah, it was iTunes number one comedy for a few a few for a little bit for not hours like a couple of days. <laughs> I knew Let's that album was a top. Uh, yeah, but that is <laughs> that, that album wasn't joke. always the top. That album can be whatever you want it to be, provided yes. that you have a good vibe. And on that That's note, good. And on that note, we end every episode of Las Cogeritas with a song. L.A. Prove, Prove too, too much, much for, the, for man. the man. I'll be the pips. Too, too much for the man. So he's so leaving he's a life. Lives. He's coming to know. And you know and what? This, I'm not even. He's leaving. He said he's going. Said he's going back to find. Going back to find. You know what? If you want to hear this, <laughs> no. go listen. We can't keep that. To Gladys Knight. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Uh, Bye. There's a new sparkling water beverage from the makers of Bubbly, Bubbly Burst. It's bursting with fruit flavor, no added sugar, and all smiles. Bubbly comes in a variety of six fun flavors that taste incredible. And with no added sugar and low calories, there's a lot to smile about. I don't know about you, Matt, but it's my perfect beverage for catching up on my favorite shows with. Yes, Lil Bowen. 
Bubbly Burst has antioxidant and immune support, keeping me feeling great all day long. You deserve that. Try new Bubbly Burst. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at First first listen. Listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I used to have so many men. How this beguiling woman in her 50s She looked like a million bucks Scams a bunch of famous athletes out of untold fortunes Nearly 10 million dollars was all gone It's just unbelievable Hide your money in your old rich man Because <laughs> she is on the prowl Listen to Queen of the Con, Season 5, The Athlete Whisperer On the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts